Nebraska gets 15 more practices added to its schedule after Friday. That's a le- that's a legit thing that could happen. So not a pipe dream at all. No pipe. It is a pipe dream. Sorry. Okay, foreshadowing for the show. <laughs> I agree. I agree with Matt. Could murder Jed. I, I think they're going to do it. 45, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. He's going to go. Holy cow. Big red We have another guest with us this week. Some of you might know him. Some of you might have heard him on the show last year at some point, or in the off-season at some point. It was the off-season, yeah. Vegas, or as some weird people like to call him, Steve Lacombe. Um, What's up, man? Chilling, man. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> Appreciate it. Good to be back on, guys. It's always fun to. Well, first of all, you're a, you're a kind of a college football junkie nerd, just like the rest of us. But you're a Nebraska hater a bit, and you grew up here. But you're a Notre Dame fan. You like to uh, kind of uh, squirt the lime juice in the eye of the Nebraska fans every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And so it's fun to get an outsider's perspective on 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 things. So thanks for joining us, man. Bet. I did not ask you this last time. Do you remember the first time that you ever went to a Notre Dame game? Like, or like, what? What was your first memory that made you a Notre Dame fan? Oh, my dad was a fan. Okay, um, you know, he grew up on the East Coast. Uh, back then, if you're a Catholic, you followed <laughs> Notre Dame football. That's just the way you it was. Followed the money. You followed the money. Yep. So he was a fan. Um, you know, they kind of rubbed off on me and. That's just that how like a priest it came to... thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had yeah. to. I almost you went there. Went, you already went the Catholic direction. I, I, had to. I almost went there. I'm still sore from that. <laughs> oh, like, geez. Physically. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it only hurt for a little bit. Kind of All right. Is this? And Jesus moving Christ. On. <laughs> moving on. Um, I know you've been to a Nebraska game in Lincoln. When? What was your first Nebraska game that you can remember? Uh, to be honest with you, BJ, the, my first Nebraska game was at Notre Dame. Oh, really? Yeah, that was my first Nebraska game. Um, uh, went to back-to-back games, went to the one in South Bend, followed it up in Lincoln. Was this the ones in the 2000s? Yep, yeah. yep. Um, you had never been to a Nebraska game before that? No. No. Wow. No, no, I, st- I, I, am, I stand corrected. I've never been to a home Nebraska game. I did go to the Nebraska Missouri game in uh that was in Columbia. That was it was the the game in in Columbia was the the game before the kick. So it was 2 years before the kick. So like 96? Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Okay. Too bad you weren't at the kick game. You might have been a Nebraska fan after that. No. <laughs> I, I was financially vested the other direction oh, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a money line. So, Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you know, the, the, the fun thing for me when we bring you in is, hey, you know, you know a shit ton about just all of college football in general. You're probably it's it's you and Jed 1A and 1B for me of like just general college football knowledge across the board. So 
I wanted to start off by asking a couple uh, a couple things about how we think the playoffs going to shake out. We just saw Georgia leap. You know, this is Tuesday night. We just saw Georgia leap Ohio State in the CFP rankings. How do you guys think that shakes out? Well, and also Washington jumped over Florida State to be number four. Oh, I I totally missed yeah. that actually. Florida mm-hmm. State went down to five. Jesus. Uh, well, losing you know, that quarterback, man, that's well, huge. They, yeah. they said it was a resume thing because of Washington beating Oregon State last week, um, which is accurate as far as Washington having a better resume than Florida State. But we all know that the quarterback situation had a, had something to do with that as well because the the playoff committee has said multiple times they take into account also injury, injuries and how the team is going to be. If you're going to look and try and make the the absolute best teams out there win, mm-hmm. it can't be about, well, uh, it's not fair because, the, you know, whatever. Like If you lose the most integral piece of your offense, you're not as competitive as you were. Period. I kind of go back and forth on it, though, because the purpose of the playoff, whether it's the football one or college basketball or whatever else, it should be based on what you did during the season. I agree with that completely. So in that aspect, the injury should not bear any factor because what Florida State has done throughout this season. But at the same time, you've got to be realistic. Also, and it should be and what it is. Like they base it on who are the best four teams. Exactly. They don't necessarily base it on just your record or what you did during the season. I mean, there's a lot of factors. I'm just saying I, I can't blame them for factoring injuries into it. But at the same time, there's a part of me that says you should still just go off what they did during the season. And injury shouldn't play a factor. So I kind of go both ways on that aspect of it. Well, thinking about what they did during the season, does Washington have a narrow victory over a really dog shit team like Boston College the way that Florida State does? Yeah. Yeah, they Ooh. do. Uh, it was right after the Oregon game. Who did they play? They only won like 15-7 to 7 or something like that. Yeah, I they. I, I believe they struggled. Like with... after the Oregon game, they had like yeah. two straight weeks of really struggling. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. And that that was that was what I was wondering because that to me was Arizona one of those. State. They struggled with Arizona State. They actually they, is Arizona State as bad as Boston College though? Yeah, Arizona State's bad. Boston College is is bowl eligible. They're going to finish in the middle of the pack of the ACC. Uh, they're an up and down team too. Like I said, they they've struggled with teams barely beating some teams they shouldn't, but they lost to some teams they shouldn't. Where yeah. Arizona State has there's. You know, three wins, and, and then That's the week, fair. and then the week after that game, they let Stanford score thirty three points. On yeah, them. which was way more of a game than it should have been. Yes, yeah. So they, that wasn't, was two games. Wasn't that the, wasn't yeah. that Washington Stanford game the one where they were up by like it was like thirty to nothing, and then Stanford came roaring back in the second half. No, it was Colorado. That's the Colorado game. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, but it's yeah. but but Stanford played the entire game. I I thought at one time that Stanford was going to win that game, so they were. They were within a couple points of being up in the third. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's a close yep. game. Yep. So yeah, they did struggle after that Oregon game, but they. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better about it bit. then. Yeah. But at the same time, like you said, you lose your you lose your your most integral piece of your offense. I don't know how you expect to be as competitive. Yeah. We're gonna see a lot of that this weekend when they play Florida. Regardless of Florida's up and ups and downs this year, they've played good teams tough. But it yep. also sounds like they're also gonna be without their quarterback. So. Who the fuck knows? And it being a rivalry game. We're talking about Graham Mertz, not yeah. <laughs> not what's Although Graham Mertz has played really well this year, so after the first couple weeks, yeah, he's really turned it on. Yeah, doesn't look anything like the Wisconsin Graham Mertz. No, <laughs> different offense. <laughs> Very different <laughs> offense. Very different <laughs> offense. Um, well, 
that being said, let's jump on in uh, to Mr. Pipe or No Pipe. Pipe or No Pipe. Ohio State blows out Michigan this weekend. Jed? Uh, blows out? That's a pipe dream. I think Ohio State wins, though. Yeah, that's, that's a big pipe. That's going to be a really fucking fun game to watch. Um, nobody's blowing anybody out. I also think Ohio State wins, but it's going to be close. That's, that's, is that a pipe dream? If it's an untrue, is that right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a pipe dream. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I think that's going to be a great game to watch. Um, I personally think, since it, it's at Michigan, I know Harbaugh's not on the sidelines, but he's 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 implementing the game plan. He's putting everything. And I, I said this. And they have a lot of experience without him being yeah, on the sidelines yeah, this year. They, <laughs> yeah. they started the season out the same way. Yeah, they, they did. And, and in my opinion, like two years ago when he finally got over the hump and beat Ryan Day, I said that he will never lose to that guy again. And I, I, I remember think, you saying that. Yeah, I think Michigan. I think Michigan beats him, but in a in a close game. So. Pipe or no pipe. Nebraska finishes this weekend with no turnovers. Matt, if Chuba plays the whole game, I'd say there's a chance. So small pipe. Vegas, small pipe. Gigantic pipe. John Holmes pipe. <laughs> yeah, no. Jesus. We, we've Holmes. only done it once this year, and we're not going to do it again. So no. Pipe or no pipe? Nebraska has two passing touchdowns this Friday. Vegas? Pipe. Pipe dream it is. Yeah, I'd say that's a fatter pipe than uh, the zero turnovers. I'll be honest. That's the equal size pipe (laughs) because I was only allowed more than one touchdown in a game once this year, and we've only done it twice. Yeah, I know. So you don't even even care that they're passing. We're not going to score two touchdowns. Not two, no. (laughs) Pipe. Or no pipe. Nebraska has two. No, excuse me. Nebraska scores twenty plus points in this game. Good. Uh, small to medium sized pipe. I don't think we're gonna get that much because Iowa's scoring defense is really fucking good. Pipe dream. It's gonna be like six to three, yeah. or three to two, or two to nothing. Yeah. Like it's gonna be the most Iowa score if, ever. If we lose two to nothing, that'd be the most embarrassing football. If game. we win two to nothing, I will fucking take it. Yeah, that's a pipe. Twenty point. 20 points against Iowa, it's tough to do. Pipe or no pipe? Nebraska gets 15 more practices added to its schedule after Friday. That's a, le- that's a legit thing that could happen. So, not a pipe dream at all. No pipe? It is a pipe dream. Sorry. Okay, foreshadowing for the show. <laughs> I, agree, I agree with Matt. Murder I, I think they're going to do it. Okay. Uh, I think they're going to do it. I uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I personally, when it when I when I look at this year and this Iowa team this year, and I compare it to and contrast it to the Iowa team from last year, and I look at the Nebraska teams and I look at them both ways. I think we had a more talented and more connected quarterback and wide receiver du- duo, but everything else is better this year than it was last year. So it's tough for me to look at this and say we were able to get up on them and do the things we were able to do to them last year when I think that they were just as good, if not a better defense. Um, and they have less of an offense this year. So I, f- I feel like it's very much a, a... Wait, you said everything about Nebraska is better than last year? Everything except for the quarterback-wide receiver tandem. Okay. So basically the passing game. Yeah, okay. I would say that. Just but I'm specifically it. talking about Trey Palmer and... Okay. and uh, the. 
he sh- who Jed sh- think, thinks shall not be named? Casey Thompson. Yeah, I, I'd like to add I wasn't something. the one that you – every time I brought him up, you're like, I don't want to hear his name anymore. So don't say, <laughs> don't put that on me. I I just think they that Nebraska has more to play for. Um, way more to play for. Way, way more to – Iowa's season's already set. Yeah, they're set. They they Essentially, they know what – essentially what two bowls they may play in unless they hypothetically – or it's a pipe dream – Win the the Big Ten championship game, um, so they know where they're going. They were celebrating and that popping would, champagne big, last week. Yep. That would be a big pipe dream. If, they do. If I, they, they'll, they'll be resting they guys. The they'll big be. Ten. Kurt, Kurt Ferentz was crying on the sidelines because they made they made the Big Ten championship game. Well, like I, it had more to do with winning his last his son's last home game. But I get you. Might, Either way, it might be his last home game. You think Kirk's? Yeah, I think it, it might, might be. It might be. Wow. Well, we're going to get into Iowa here shortly. Wanted to get out of the way, out of the way with the pipe or no pipe. I do want to get into um, a little bit more of the the games that are coming up this weekend that are not Nebraska. Who's Notre Dame got coming? Stanford. Stanford. That's not going to be much of a game. No, or shouldn't be. Well, I don't know. They played the Huskies pretty well. <laughs> and Colorado. <laughs> don't forget about that Colorado game. No, we will. We'll uh, we'll take care of business. I think. Are you guys healthy at this point? I haven't yeah. watched the last yeah. few weeks for you. We we lost our tight end um, mid season torn ACL, but we're we're getting guys back that at tight end that are just filling in just fine. Um, but our receiver crew's healthy. Our offensive line we lost. They just reload there, so I'm not concerned about that. Defense is real, real, real healthy. Led by Omaha's own Xavier Watts, dude, um, he's killing it this year for you yeah. guys. I, I was at the USC. Did I see going in? Maybe it was going in two weeks ago, but was it going into last week? He was leading the country in interceptions. Yeah, he's, I think he still does. Um, Jesus, yeah. What was, it would mean to have him back there for us? Yeah, I, I saw. I was at the USC game, and he had two interceptions. Up, oh, I was at the Pitt game. He had two interceptions. Um, yeah, he's he's a stud. So you're a good luck charm for him? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Bring a little Omaha love up I there I was yelling, Omaha, every time he picks people are looking at me funny. I'm it's like, like, he's not fucking Peyton Manning. Why are you <laughs> yeah, screaming Omaha? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't you know a little bit of the backstory as to why he wound up in Notre Dame and not Nebraska? Or am I thinking of somebody else? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think – I don't – I know Nebraska offered him. I just think he was impressed with the visit. I mean – um, I, well, nobody was impressed by anything when Scott Frost was trying. Yeah, no, no I, yeah, he I, wasn't even visiting kids. No, was um, not in Omaha. Yeah, because uh, he's a he's a Burke guy, right? He's a Burke guy. I think Brian Kelly went to two of his games, um, high school Jesus. games. So, uh, how he really embarrassing wanted... is that that you can get Brian Kelly from Notre Dame out to Omaha to see a game, but Scott Frost wouldn't go and go and visit him during the school day? Yeah. But but he had a golden tea tea time. <laughs> no, Notre Dame also just seems to have a slight tap into the Omaha market when it comes to kids. Because isn't the uh, West Side quarterback going to Notre Dame now too? Well, he's got a preferred walk-on offer, and they and his brother goes there too. But Notre Dame has been there. in the Nebraska market for a long time because they're also they're going after Carter Nelson. They got him up there for another visit. Doesn't seem to have rattled him too much. But he was at the USC game. Yeah, he was at the USC game. I heard he turned down talking with um, who's your coach again. Uh, Marcus Freeman. Yeah, he turned down a, a visit with Marcus Freeman the next day. Said he enjoyed everything about it, but didn't have any interest in talking to the head coach, which to me is a pretty strong signal. But yeah, I don't know if you've heard anything on the Notre Dame side. 
No, just the fact that he was at US, the USC game. Um, yeah, there was this talk on their boards, but like I said, I don't think it's going to materialize. Um, we've got some tight ends on our radar that we're pursuing. Plus, our tight end room is pretty full. Um, so we've got all three guys coming back for, from next year. So Nice. Well, there you have it, folks. He's not going to Notre Dame. You can calm down. <laughs> <Yeah. No. laughs> I don't Straight know. from Vegas, the inside. I don't know too many people that were really that worried about it. To be no. I don't honest. know, man. The message boards and everything were going nuts yeah, for the cool whole well, message boards. Message boards also thought that Rule had an interview with another team. So hey, we don't if know you, if he did or didn't. If he you didn't. Have, if you have available, yes, yeah, if you have available visits, you take them. They're, yes, it's, it's a it's Why a free not? trip. Yeah, it's exactly. a great great environment to go see. You know, a, a rivalry game. Why wouldn't you go? Well, yeah. why why wouldn't you go? Well, I mean, that's one of the more iconic places to go see a game. Yeah, it's kind of like visiting Wrigley or any of those. Well, like it's, it's funny that you say that. So when I was there during that weekend, you know, the game was at a night game. We were tailgating at, at a, an Irish bar. There were a lot of fans that just came to Notre Dame to go to the game. We ran into a couple guys that are Michigan guys, like. Why are you here? Well, Michigan has guys at every game. <laughs> no, they, yeah, true. they were prepping for yeah. the college football yeah. playoff just in case yeah. you guys got in. Yeah. Was one of them named Connor? That's fucking no. there, there were Michigan guys. This is legit. There were Michigan guys at the uh, the Minnesota game when we were there too. Yeah. Well, that is fucking hilarious. Yeah. But you know, but we ran into some guys from East Carolina. The guy. This is a funny shirt. He was wearing a. a, a because they were playing USC, he had a picture of Reggie Bush pushing Matt Leinart, and it says, I push hard. It was hilarious. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so, you know, he was probably trying to stir the pot, but, oh, yeah. you know, he had a good time Whatever. talking. But there's a lot of people just come for that game. But So why wouldn't you come if if you've got visits to take? I would. Yeah, That's a absolutely. great, great environment to go see a game. So, yeah. hey, I wouldn't be threatened by it. But speaking of Michigan, they've got a pretty fucking big game going on this weekend. I mean, I personally, I, I I was letting you guys know, and I've kind of let this be known since the preseason. I think Ohio State is the team to beat in the country this year, not just in the in the conference. And so, I I personally, I do think Ohio State handles business this week. I think Ryan Day probably does another spouting off, kind of like he did after the Notre Dame win, uh, and kind of embarrasses himself a little bit, maybe on camera. Um, but I think that's just who he is. He's a little bit of a passionate guy, and he kind of lets that out occasionally. Uh, but they just seem like a more complete team than what what I've seen from Michigan. Michigan looks looks like they are like when they played the way they played Maryland last week. They looked very in control for the first ten to fifteen minutes of that game, and then it just slowly slipped away on them. It felt very much like their their discipline and the things that they needed to learn from playing closer, tougher games more than one time all season is just not there. And then you add on to it that your head coach is not on the sideline. And he hasn't been on the sideline for basically half the games you played this year. Like, that's that. Those are some Literally big factors. After, after Saturday, it will be half their games. Half their games. Yeah, <laughs> and th- those are those are some big factors. I think that people don't think about, especially if it if it turns into a late game, you know, clock management end game scenario where the head coach is usually the one making those big decisions. Kind of like what we've talked about with Matt Rule the last couple of weeks, and us not being very happy with those. I think those are the types of situations where they're going to miss Harbaugh. Personally, I don't think it's going to come down to that. I think Ohio State probably wins this. I I, I would feel comfortable saying I, w- I would take a spread of Ohio State minus five and a half in this game. Um, that's just me. What do you guys think? 
I don't think Ohio State is the team to beat in the country. <laughs> I think it's going to remain Georgia until somebody proves me otherwise. That's it just, that's fair. It seems like when Georgia needs to turn it on, they do, and they just fucking take care of business. They looked so vulnerable for the first like six to eight games. Yeah, of this they looked season. bored, and then the the last two or three weeks, they're just like, oh shit. As their schedule kind of kicked up a notch. <laughs> Yeah. They did too. Yeah, somebody <laughs> serviced the wood chipper, and it's back to chopping yeah. at full bore. And I know that wasn't the question, but I just wanted to make sure that that no, was no, no, no. said. I, that's fair. Georgia's the team, um, but a close second is Ohio State. I just they they're good everywhere this year. I think it's funny with Ohio State. So they've got a dominant defense. They've got the best wide receiver that we've seen in a long time, which is crazy to say when you think about the other wide receivers just to come out of that school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they've got a, a very good running back as, as long as he can stay healthy. And the only knock on hit the Ohio State team is they, they trash their quarterback. But it, realistically, he's playing well. It's just that he's not this dynamic quarterback that they've seen at Ohio State. Um, I'd take their quarterback. That's, I, I would take a quarterback. quarterback all all of course. We're Nebraska fans. We'd take any quarterback. <laughs> but, I'd just take a quarterback, yeah. yeah. We think we might have one. But it's just kind of funny that that's like the thing that everybody trashes Ohio State for. Like, they don't trust the quarterback. It's like... Yeah, he's playing really well. Like yeah. he's yeah. playing. I don't. I don't even want to use the word game manager. But when you have that talent around you, that's all you got to do. Yeah, yeah. that's and, and I compared him to Georgia's quarterback. Yeah, he's a game manager. Yeah. Like look he's at got, what Georgia's done the last two years with their quarterbacks. Just mm-hmm. don't They're make not mistakes. dynamic playmakers. Yeah, you. I mean, Georgia. Georgia has one of the best tight ends probably ever to play college football. Mm-hmm. He's got uh, a possession receiver in McConkey. Ohio State's loaded at receiver. I mean, they probably have two of the top four receivers in the country on one team. And they've had that for like six years. Yeah. He needs yeah. to protect the ball is all he needs to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're right. And and that's where I think the game plan for Michigan might affect them because I think they're going to come after them a little bit. And they've got good enough um, cornerbacks to, to make them honest. And I, 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 come, I go back to the Notre Dame game when we played him. I mean, literally, we have a really good, like, he, he's a sophomore, but he was a freshman All-American. He essentially shut down Harrison Jr. He had one he catch. Uh, but Harrison Jr. was still working back from injury at that point, though, right? Harrison Jr.'s played every game. Yeah. I know he's played every game, but he was, st- he was not up to. No, he got injured in our game. Like, okay, maybe yeah. that's what I'm thinking of. He got injured in the third quarter. Um, but the other guy is the guy that hurt us. Um, so I don't know. Well, it's kind of like if you watch the Vikings, everybody oh. else other than Justin Jefferson feasts. Yeah. I, he somehow finds a way to get his catches in, mm-hmm. but everyone else gets like, everyone else looks better because he's getting <coughs> all the attention. Yeah, And that that's what happens. And in my opinion, um, it, it depends on what game plan Harbaugh implements. I mean, it's all about execution. Does he have to be on the sideline? I mean, to make it happen? Uh, not necessarily. I mean... No. And he's um, got great coordinators. He's got great coordinators, and he's got great assistant coaches, and um, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. I don't take too much... Um, I don't read into the Maryland game so much, because a lot of that, were they really prepping for Maryland? They were just probably going through really the motions. you really think they were looking ahead, though? You're going to yeah. look ahead when you don't yeah. have your head coach on the sideline? Yeah. I do. Jesus. I I, I don't know. Maybe they are that good. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like you don't get a much better game plan to prep for Ohio this year's Ohio State team than if you just watch front to back the Penn State Ohio State game. That was a really good game. Uh, you could kind of say the same thing about 
Notre Dame, I didn't feel like because Ohio State didn't have the running back in that game, and they didn't seem as dynamic offensively in the Notre Dame game as they did in the Penn State game. Penn State's defense seemed like they were super disruptive. They got back there in the backfield quickly and a lot. Um, I feel like they're going to have to do that in order for Michigan to even have a shot in this game. No, I agree. Otherwise, he's going to stand back there and pick them apart. And he's going to dink and dunk. He doesn't hit a lot of long balls on him, but you don't have to when you've got the guys catching the ball that he does. Mm-hmm. Yep. What well, do you think the game winds up, Jed? I think Ohio State's going to beat him. Mainly, you know, I I will be brutally honest. You were the other one in the preseason that was picking Ohio State possibly to win it all. I I had him in the playoff. Yeah. Um. I some of it is I hope that they beat him because I fuck Michigan, but <laughs> you know I mean it's I but I do like I said dominant defense and I know Michigan has a dominant defense as well, but the offensive weapons that uh, Ohio State has. Michigan does not have those guys, especially I don't know how hurt Roman Wilson is is because he didn't play last week. Um, I don't know if he's going to be good to go for this Ohio State game. I haven't really looked into it that far. Um, and he's their stud wide receiver for Michigan. I, I'm i not a believer in J.J. McCarthy. Uh, so I'm I would, not either. I, think I would take Ohio State's quarter, Yeah, I would take Ohio State's quarterback over that, over J.J. McCarthy. I, I just think that Ohio State is a better team. I know too many people in my mind have been saying all year, I test Michigan's the best team in the country. It's like, well, I don't know. Based on who they've played, I though. I mean, that's, fuck, they haven't played anybody. That's kind of my thing. but They haven't I, played anybody. I know anybody. ultimately you it's can crazy. only play the teams on your schedule. I get it. But the, if, if you're going to be considered the best team in the country by far, which a lot of people have said, they should be killing fools. Yes. And they haven't been. Shutting teams like Maryland down. Yeah. Not letting them creep around and make it a one-score game in the fourth quarter. Yep. Um, that's that's my biggest thing about that. I don't think Ohio State's defense is as elite as Michigan's, but I think just when you look at the playmakers across the board, the point you made about Georgia and their quarterbacks, that's kind of what I feel about Michigan. They just don't have the other playmakers around it. I don't think their two running backs have looked nearly as dynamic no. as they have. I mean, you've talked about it so many times in the last four or five weeks. How the fuck is Nebraska still leading the Big Ten in rushing? No clue. When you've got a dual threat or a two-headed monster in the backfield at Michigan behind that Michigan offensive line. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Is it play calling? Is it them just not being as adept as they have been in the past? Nobody knows. Defenses are pretty good in the Big Ten this year. Not a lot of good offenses. But yeah. it's, uh, I don't know, it's going to be interesting. It's definitely going to be a game I'm watching. Yes. <laughs> Excited about it, yep. That's, uh, that's going to be relaxation. Thursday all day, go, go, go. Nebraska game on Friday. Hopefully it'll be a reason to celebrate. And Saturday will be like, cool, hungover watching Michigan State. (laughs) Or Michigan and Ohio State at 11 (laughs) a.m. Sounds good to me. And this may be the most unbelievable night in Cornhusker football history.